the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night. Even when the Bears are playing foosball, we're live, baby. 312-642-5600. So I'm not expecting a lot of calls, but I would be surprised by some. So give us you a call. You love Galavan with your fancy foosball friends while I'm sitting here all day with nobody to keep me company? Now, how's it work, uh, McBeth? It, it doesn't, this game means nothing, right? It's just, is this one of these where we're going to play for pride? I believe they are all but mathematically eliminated. I mean, the idea, the idea that they'll go to the playoffs and do anything. Well, here's the good news. None of them are really from Chicago, so it really doesn't matter. Some of them are. Are they really? Is there some other? I think there's a few hometown guys. He's just a ball boy. Anyway, I... uh, They're down 10 to nothing, so... So much. So much political partisan nonsense to talk about. It's hard to know where to start. And then I did that thing that you keep telling me don't do, where I look at the news that is being released moments before the show. I try to save you. You try to save me from myself. But I have to, I have to, I'm inquisitive by nature. And that's why I watch the Sunday shows, not just simply because you don't have the time, but so I can explain them to you in the hypocrisy. I mean, I could have the time. I choose not to have the time. And uh, the hypocrisy of the Sunday shows, it is bizarro world, not as if we're not living in it anywhere, anyway, but it is bizarro world on steroids. When you watch, they have the fill-ins now. This is, uh, that's why I'll be doing the shows for the next couple of weeks, both the morning and the five to seven. Um, this is when the fill-ins come in. So they had the Crypt Keeper, Martha Raddis, on this week for little Georgie Stephanopoulos. Yeah. So they get to remove his custom booster seat, and then she sits in. And Article one. Did you not want me to play that yet? No, play it. It's good. Go ahead. Go ahead. You could have just shut up, or you get a good segue. I shut up. Go ahead. Article one is adopted. And with that, Donald Trump becomes only the third president in American history to be impeached. We have a mission and a mandate to be on the right side of history. But that deeply partisan vote only fueled the division and rancor on Capitol Hill. They want to take away my vote and throw it in the trash. Now, Speaker Pelosi and Democrats are pushing for witness testimony in the upcoming Senate trial. But is a quick acquittal a foregone conclusion? This morning, we'll talk live with Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin Ooh. and Democratic Sounds Senator like Doug Jones <laughs> of Alabama. Plus, 
It doesn't really feel like we're being impeached. Do Americans buy that? <laughs> Will impeachment change anything in the 2020 race? If there's wrongdoing that's going on and uh, something has happened that they're held accountable. Will it help him? It'll just solidify his base. We were on the road talking to the people who will ultimately decide. All right. That's I, what I wanted to end it. Yeah. Because what happened in this episode of Sunday was just, it's just fantastic to me. Because as you and I talked about it on this show and on me on other shows, this is the greatest thing to happen for political fundraising yes. and political loyalty yep. and tribalism to, to, that has already consumed our nation. This is the greatest thing ever for, the, for it to happen for Donald Trump. He is going to walk. I know how crazy that sounds. I, and I'm, I say this to you not as a Pollyanna populist. In fact, I cannot stand populism. It is just a little bit better than socialism. It's socialism with Brooks Brothers suits. They <laughs> pretend to be capitalists, and I find it nauseating. However, much better than socialism. Okay? So I am not putting on the hat and beating the drum like you're going to hear morons from coast to coast. No, but no. you're forced to make a choice, really, at this point. Right. I mean, I'm, We were talking before the show about how... how crappy a situation that is yeah and i'm just i'm observing at this point as you know i didn't buy the i don't buy binary choices to me the hobson's choice of do you want to hang yourself or cut your wrists i'm not going to participate so in the last election between the duchess of chaffington who i found to be nauseating and corrupt and would continue to do the 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 stream of usurpation of our rights versus trump who guaranteed that he would usurp our rights. I just said, not, not good enough for me. So, And plus, I'm in Cook County, Illinois. doesn't really matter if you're a Republican. You know, the, the, the welfare patriots eat your vote up and spit you out. So yeah, I don't And that's really, not to say you're checking out. You're just being a little cynical about it. Yeah, and I'm in Cook County. What's the difference? Now, the next election, I'll be in Florida. Yeah. And, you know, I'd like to think that, uh, you know, especially when you look at these Democrats, these are absolute Marxists. I'm going to pull the lever. For the populist, Donnie, I get it. Fun but to watch. I'm not going to be rah rahing about it. Right. I'm not going to betray Americanism, and I'm not going to adopt this nonsense of Pollyanna BS. And that leads me to what I read before we went on. Steve Mnuchin explains why 1.5 trillion in just hundred dollar bills has disappeared. He's going to explain it in this article on Zero Hedge. Now, I didn't read it because we're going to come on the show, but I'm sure the explanation is going to make perfect sense. So physical $100 bills. Poof, one, the magic dragon. $1.5 trillion. Trillion is a lot, brother. Is that what we uh, sent to uh, Ukraine? Or? No, no, no. $1.5 trillion <laughs> is what they just passed in a 2,300-page bill that nobody read that the Republicans are cheering instead of bumping against the debt ceiling so we yeah. could fake it till we make it. And also in there, having nothing to do with spending, taking some of your freedoms away. Oh, yeah, the tobacco law? Yeah. Federal government mandates you're 21 to consume tobacco. Yep. But you could be 18 and smoke pot in Chicago, right? Uh, I think that's also 21. Oh, did it go to 21 now? I think it is. All right. I don't know. Oh, sure. Well, they got to keep the black market pot dealers. I haven't really done my research on that one. It's just uh, every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in kind of thing. Where I think I'm out of, I'm going to definitely side with the Republicans. All right. I'm going to definitely make fun on a week where they chase their tail with the ridiculous partisan impeachment on a week where they have their debates. And you see, what are there, six of them left? 
I mean, after a while, they're all fungible, except for the little guy who refuses to wear a tie because he thinks he's cool versus he doesn't have a neck to put a tie on. I don't know. Is anybody actually keeping track of who is officially running for president at this point? Or Steyer just... somehow got in, yeah, which is a which is a sham. He bought it. He bought it. Michael Bloomberg, buying he it. doesn't want to be in. He's just going to run ads. In the process of buying it. Yeah. By the way, in one month, he spent $76 million. No. One month. <laughs> it's amazing. And, and he's getting nothing. Though. So you got Steyer. You got $1,000 a month to sit on your Duff wing. You got Warren. You got Warren. You got Bernie. Bernie. Somebody change my diaper. You got Where's My Car, Joe Biden. Where's my and you've got, uh, am I, oh, Pete Buttigieg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mayor Pete, Pete, Mayor Pete with the wine celebration and whatnot. in the Wisconsin, or uh, the uh, Midwest, Wisconsin. But you know what's sickening about this guy? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. But what really <laughs> yes, gets me is that he pulls this card, and he did it during the debate, mm. where if anybody can bring a coalition together, it's Pete Buttigieg. Because after all, he's a gay fella, a Democrat in Mike Pence's Indiana. And what they never talk about is where he's at in Indiana, is the Cook County of Indiana. Yeah, it's, it's one of the most liberal I could put the urn of Moe yeah. running as a Cook County commissioner the only area of in Indiana. Cook County as a Democrat, and dead Moe wins. Yeah, the only area of Indiana that votes Democrat more than the South Bend area is the sort of Hammond and East Chicago, which is essentially just a part of Chicago. Yeah. Once again, they, they uh, are the base of the ghettos. Firm base of the ghettos is the Democrat Party. So we see this happening, and he is touting this as somehow he, if he wins, he's going to bring all of this animosity and all of this tribalism to an end. Right, by b- taking all your guns. And what this current, yeah, right. By taking, that, that, that'll right, make people like By him. controlling every aspect of yeah, your life. Right. What this is proving in 2019, as we think we are so advanced, and we think we are so cutting edge and technology is ruling the world and we're going to lose our jobs to robots. We are slightly better than the caveman. We're just a little better dressed because we, as you watch these two parties argue, and basically if you listen, really listen, they're both saying the same thing. They think that a few people should make all the decisions. Yeah, basically both parties now are out of the closet. Collectivists. They're both in the, they're both admitting that we, the people, are too out of control for freedom. We are too stupid to implement our own choices, both parties. And now we just have to decide, do we want the $45 trillion Green Deal, or do we want the new Space Force, which will cost probably $45 trillion by the time they're done with it? Which way do you want to wrap your flag around the usurpation of your freedom and your money? And control of your life. Which category do we want to be put in classes in? Because, Macbeth, this bothers me. As I'm around these people a little bit more, you see them come out a little bit more, they look at us as classes rather than Americans. Both parties are in on the scam. I know it's not customary. I should be banging the drum. But we're going to talk about the issues on the Liberty Hour. 312-642-5600. If you're not too busy with the foosball. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the You know what it is, Rick Democrats annoy me. Everything annoys you. 
but they annoy me because they're selling you a pitch. Everything's a scheme. Everybody's selling. They've got this pitch. new scheme that if only we all participate, it's going to be magic, baby. Everybody's magic. And now you're right. Everybody's got a scheme. Republicans yeah. got a scheme. Democrats have a scheme. Well, I mean, any election, somebody's trying to sell you in an idea, right? But it's whether or not it's an honest pitch, right? If, if the pitch is is trying to sell you a bill of goods, then that's but by seems defi- to be what you get from both. By sides. definition, if they're going to implement a scheme, you're going to lose your freedoms. Yeah. And it bothers me. Any increase in government power comes from your own power. It say. bothers me the willingness for Americans to become have that mindset of a slave. So in this bill that we were referring to, that they jammed down our throats, 2,300 pages, the ones that the Republicans used to get mad at. The omnibus, which is not what Pete Buttigieg takes from <laughs> South Bend to O'Hare. I don't know where you're going with that. All right. But yes, the omnibus. Almost went somewhere. Um, it bothers me the complacency of the Republicans as this stuff gets jammed down our throats. Yeah. Now, I, I have a little Ted Cruz I sent you. Yeah, and that uh, listening to it reminded me of really, you know, when you think about it, um, our freedoms, when we give our freedoms away, it's not just, okay, the smoking age is going to 21 or these certain uh, weapons are going to be banned or anything. You're giving away your freedom by, by just them spending your, grandpa- or your grandkids' money. They're, they're, they're spending money like it, like they, it doesn't matter. Look it's at, infinite. Look at where we're at as a society. We let these bills get jammed down our throats, and we adopt them and adapt to the tyranny of them. Of course. We should be outraged just at the things that our own party has done. The Patriot Act. No, never even talked about. Just the way it is. No, and it keeps getting renewed. Keeps just getting not only renewed, it gets stronger. Yeah. Right? And the same party that is outraged at the FISA court, court rightfully so, should be just as outraged at the, at the excuses our government, the Republican government, has used to take both of our mo- our money and our liberty. And it, instead of discussing this, we're chasing our tails, or actually following the lead of these failed Democrats by just constantly addressing their flaws rather than fixing our own. And it, it leads me to think, where are we going to be, brother, in 10 years? Oof. You know what I mean? I can't be, you know, I can't maintain well, you'll all be of in this. Florida. In 10 years. Yeah, I'll be in Florida, but I'll be blending in with those old people in Panera. You will be one of those old people at Panera. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Um, but, it, it, you know, when you read this stuff and you realize, how is Steve Mnuchin possibly going to explain <laughs> where $1.5 trillion in $100 bills went and why we keep funding this $100 billion a night in, in repo, why the market is supposedly so great but yet has to constantly be funded. And you realize, you know how he's going to do it? He's a Democrat. Steve Mnuchin is a Democrat. Well, yeah. So he's got an excuse. Because if it's one thing the Democrats are long on, it's BS excuses. Oh, and they'll call it like investing in our nation's future or something like that. When really you're just selling this, you're mortgaging their nation's future. No, he's going to do what financial guys do when they don't know how to answer your simple question of why. They just don't. He's going to start throwing economic terms at you in a stream to where you're so confused you don't want to look like an idiot by saying, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like the way the Republicans do now when they talk about the jobs, when they talk about the market, when they talk about the the forced manipulated interest, when they talk about why we're funding quantitative easing and we're not calling it quantitative easing. You know, the way the Trump supporters do it now when they come in my store and tell me, what are you nuts? Everything's great. The Pollyannas. And they don't talk about the fact, you know, it looks to me like our choices and our freedoms have been manipulated. And it looks to me like we're promising 
more manipulation in the future when you really listen to the scheme of populism. Well, it's going to depend on it. And, and You have to keep the scheme going, otherwise it collapses. We're hitting crunch time. This year, what do you got, 10 months? 10 months and change? Yeah. 10 months and three days. So it's going to hit crunch time. So the, the old conservatives are, who have checked out probably and said, okay, it's the binary choice stuff, yeah. and they're going to get their news and sound bites, yeah. and they're going to go Trump. That's why I say, first thing in the show, he's walking in, baby. I think he's walking in. in yeah, and they've got this, this debt ceiling thing set up again for like a month and a half before the election. So it's, 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 a, it's a built-in, you know, it's a built-in campaign. It's a built-in issue. campaign, and it's a built-in system where we're so beat by the numbers, we're so subconsciously defeated that you might as well just stop clowning around with the manipulated debt. Yeah. Just make it what it is. Yeah. It's $140 trillion. When you add up everything, just add it up. Yeah. And now you just jam and, down. And include the interest you're going to pay over the next 20 years. on it. I've got conservatives telling me how this Space Force thing is great. <laughs> I mean, are you not watching last week? What were they called? The Afghanistan Papers? Uh, I can't remember. Afghanistan Papers. For 10 years, they've been lying to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they hit a trillion dollars off the books. Not including the three trillion they put on the books. And no, mum's the word. Mum's the word, and now you're gonna you're gonna expand that that military ink, which is what it is. You could pretend it's the U.S. military, and you could ignore that we have 154 bases in 100 out of 190 countries. You could ignore the thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs that are being funded that we don't even know what they are, or the inside trading deals of the defense contractors. But can you pretend that it's not going to grow times 20? With a space force that nobody really knows how it's going to work, we just already know it's going to be expensive, and the conservative party says, "Yeah." You want Teddy Boy? I want to see Barry Goldwater's grave. Can you can you focus in? Because I say he's spinning like he was hooked on a Black and Decker You're drill, picking it up on seismometers right now. It's crazy. Go ahead, hit me with the hit me with. And the- then just briefly on the overall spending, I've I've read some criticism that it's 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 too much money. This week, the Senate is expected to vote on on, on two massive omnibus spending bills that that, that are just disgraceful. It's $1.4 trillion being spent, over 2,000 pages. We were just given this uh, 24 hours ago. Nobody's actually read the substance, and and it's an example of why the national debt, why our debt is spiraling out of control, because this was cut, a deal cut in the back room between, between Republican leadership and Chuck Schumer, and it grows the government and, and w- without putting any meaningful checks on it. I intend to vote no. We, we've got to actually have Congress do its jobs, pass appropriations bill one at a time, and, and, and spend money responsibly for the taxpayers instead of just continuing business as usual, as the Washington swamp sadly has done far too long. That was possibly the longest sentence I've ever heard in my life. But it was a good one. That was two sentences. And he better be careful or he's going to lose his seat. Yeah. Because if he doesn't get behind the rest of this this nonsense. They'll, they'll actively campaign against him. We'll have the, and, and then you'll have Beto O'Rourke back in the picture. Yeah, maybe. Right? Just when you thought he was out, he'll be back in. And the reality is, this is why the failure of Congress is the greatest thing to happen for a bad situation to continue. In the spending and debt, because what Martha Raddus learned today as she went through, by the way, she called it the Rust Belt. You're going to have to update me on that. But as she went through the Rust Belt, every single person, regardless of party, was clear that Congress 
they have absolutely no respect for anything they say or do. And that's bipartisan. I, I, that is truly bipartisan. So the reality is Congress, through its failures and its loss, is going to get to continue to pay off the lobbyists that make them all very, very rich. This, this system we're on, this trajectory of screw it, spend it. Oh, it's self-sustaining until it's it all crashes. forever. Because if you can't fix it now or even shed a light on it, because the reality is the old-time Tea Party people, they don't care anymore, man. They don't care. It's, it's we're better than they are. We're not as bad as the other countries. We're still doing all these wrong financial things, but it's okay because China's is worse than ours. I mean, I've never seen anything like it where you're content with a race to the bottom rather than demanding we change direction. And we've got 10 months and three days. So now let's pretend, let's fast forward intellectually. Ta-da, it's November 4th and Trump won. You've already increased, we're going to hit, what, two to three more debt ceilings, easy? Okay, so we're going to add, and now, now the, the national debt, the fake number will be at $25 trillion. The real number with the Space Force will be God knows where, because we have no idea what that's going to cost. Are you going to talk about conservative values and fiscal responsibility and American principles then? Or is it going to be five years of Pollyanna populism? I, I, can somebody update me? Because I want to know if I should just turn it off now or if I should just bide my time and wait for people to wake the hell up. 312-642-5600. You care about Americanism or are you all in on a scheme? Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Sinks, right? Showers. And what goes with a sink and a shower? <laughs> Ten times, right? Ten times. Bah, bah, not me, of course, not me. But you. Yeah. <laughs> I do. There are moments. I mean, I am having fun with them. I mean, it is oh, it's fun. fun to watch. It is fun. And, and listen, a hundred times better than the Democrat. Not good enough for me. Mike wants to correct me on the north side. What's up, handsome? Hey, first off, did you listen to the morning show this last week with Bruce filling in? It was brutal. He <laughs> is losing it. He just yells at everybody. If you were too busy to fill in, they should have called me. I'm on vacation from the city. Mike, I'm, I a, mean, I'm a radio snob. I got to tell you the truth. I can give people I have no respect for like six minutes, and then that's it. I can't take it. Um, but I love Bruce Wolf and I love Amy Jacobson. They're great people. But I have to tell you, I don't like the singing. I don't get the singing. And no. here's the thing: I got to have points. We got it's got to be political. This is a political show. You got to let's talk political to me. But I love both of them. I think they're great. But go ahead. Listen, yeah. I couldn't take. First off, she's an atheist. She belongs to some Wiccan druid church, not even Christian, and him. You, you know what tribe he belongs to, but, but I can't listen to him <laughs> anymore. He yells over people. He yells over people. No. Yeah, I do. I hear He yells over people. He's waiting for some kid to walk on his lawn so he can yell at him. But the reason I wanted oh. to call you was you, you have to keep quiet 
until Trump gets reelected and puts two more people on the Supreme Court. Wrong. Go to Florida, sell your vacation timeshare ownership, whatever no, you want to call don't it. Do time you got to leave Trump alone. Okay, now listen, I want to talk to you about this because I, I honestly do respect your opinion. Wrong. So will you stop interrupting us? I do want to talk to you about this because I'm torn on this whole thing. Our job as men is to correct things that are wrong in society when we see injustice, when we see government abuse, when we see policy failures. That's mine and yours job. If people would have thought like this, Mike, when we were before we were born, the city of Chicago wouldn't be a Democrat mafia that it is. Okay. So how did it get there and why did it continue to thrive is because the resistance to it was flaccid or corrupt. End the story. When I've got kids coming up to me, kids that are new in the radio business, proudly chanting the social engineering of populism, not recognizing that it is a better dressed version of socialism, I'm not going to shut my mouth, brother. Because I'm going to tell you what happens under populism, massive corruption, massive abuse of power, and tens of millions of people are put in the poorhouse under it. Populism is the everything that the South American socialists implement before they die. I'm not going to sit by and watch my country become populist, which was originally a Democrat ideology that now is a Steve Bannon fat slob with his stretch mark pushing the populism of the Republican Party. I am not going to sit here. I can't do it, brother. Well, this is what you have to do. You have to get a baseball bat and you have to go old school <laughs> on these politicians who are stealing. Go down to Palermo's and get Mannequin or go to the Erie Cafe and, and get uh, Barrios. But you've got to get these people one at a time. But shouldn't we be demanding you just stick to the principles and the fundamentals of America? I'm going to go on record and disagree with Mike, who has done this before. Right, yeah, where he talks a about taking the, taking the yeah. bad out of his trunk and talking. Yeah, and first of all, you we know he do doesn't not mean condone it. any no. violence against anyone. No, and he doesn't mean it. If Other he than meant certain it, people that mean to us personally. If he meant it, he'd say axe handle. He doesn't mean it. Anyway, <laughs> what I want to say to you, Mike, okay. is don't you agree that you see the Democrats that are surrounding this president, that are bringing us into the scheme ideology of politics, where only these these few son of a guns make the rules that affect everything, that that's as wrong as Elizabeth Warren? It just looks better? Listen, you can't bad out the guy. We need him in. Because if we, get, if we get one of these social justice warrior Democrats in, it's all over. It's going to be wealth redistribution. Like everything now? you have that this you is... worked and saved for, they're going to take it away. Mike, this is wealth redistribution. Populism is wealth redistribution. Listen to Steve Bannon on Frontline. Talk about the worker party. Talk about the class structure. Look at the, the bills that are passed. We're going to carve out for the middle class. We're going to punish the upper class. We're going to take care of the lower class. You, here, I'll make you a deal, Mike. I'll shut up if after the first of the year, the Trump administration, their biggest thing isn't about that where they stay home when they have the kids and get paid for it. What's it called there, Macbeth? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not paying attention. Home care? What is it that, that, that Ivanka Trump is pushing? 
I don't know. Yeah, come, you know what I mean, Mike. What the hell's the name of it? Oh, um, like yeah. Um, what is not, it? Not, pre, not, prenatal, not prenatal care. Um, After they have the baby, the husband gets to pretend he had the baby, yeah, too. Maternity care? How we're all pregnant now. Maternity care, that's yeah, it. What, uh, I mean, it, that, they're pushing the same social engineering. Listen to their, their Obamacare. They don't want to rip it out the way me and you and everybody who said they were a Tea Party wanted. They want to tweak it. They're very comfortable with the with the position of power they've been thrust in through apparently the Democrats. But boy, oh boy, do the Republicans make out on it, don't they? Come on, Mike. Yeah. I mean, come on. I can't sit here any more than I could sit here when John Boehner did it, when Paul Ryan did it. This is the same thing. It just comes with a character we like. Thank you, Mike, for calling the show. Bart, hang on. We'll get to you after the break. If you care to participate, 312-642-5600. Thank you. No one in Washington is listening. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. I've been hearing that kind of same song of just, listen, just shut up. Get in the clown car. What do they call it? A train? Get on the train. The ooh, Trump ooh. train. And I'm wondering to myself, yeah. what about the individual? Are we not individuals anymore? The beauty of America. That's un-American for you is to that say we that. were we were protected and able to be individuals. We didn't have to group think. I am just amazed at the willingness of what I thought was better than the socialists. I don't like you talking about individualism like that. That's that's un-American and not patriotic. And you want to know something? It's getting put on the back burner, brother. And that you're making fun and you're being facetious, but there is a no. Reality I'm, I'm just here. mimicking what I hear. All right. I mean, thank you. Very yeah, good. It's terrible. Let's get the Bart. Bart, thank you so much for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Disagree with you. Hey, Daniel. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. You too. I want to make Daddy. three real quick uh, points and maybe steal a fourth one. And before that, say I'm mortified when I agree with Mike. But <laughs> he made a couple of points, and I'm Mike's terrified. It's nice honestly, to keep on his good I, side, so that's all right. I'm, I'm checking the cigars and Ave Maria. I'm, I want to make sure it wasn't under nobody roofied me. All right, you're doing anyway. <laughs> nobody, ahead. nobody knows to, in my experience as much about economy and economics. Like you're, you're pretty. That's you're wonkish about that, and we're both the Ayn Randians. But you got to notice both sides are budget hawks when the other side has the purse strings. I wish that was the case. The minute the Democrats, they get the checkbook, the they go right back to buying votes. But, brother, the Democrats are all in on this nonsense. They, they want to spend They love the yeah. budget. They want to get together on the $2 trillion so-called infrastructure. They love the idea of more military spending because you know as well as I do, Bart, these these defense contractors, they sprinkle the infield with both parties. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking major. I don't know how worried about it. There's billions of dollars going to be thrown around. Now you have an entire new branch. And what are the mm-hmm. costs? We don't know, but it's real expensive to get anything into space. That we've established, and the American people accept it. So they're not even going to turn an eye. Remember when, uh, was it NASA was spending 8000 on a wrench and 70000 mm-hmm. for a chair? Yeah. It's going to be the same thing. Oh, you know what? It, it, it makes lobbyists look entrepreneurial. <laughs> to be fair, I think a it's lot of ridiculous. that was, was accounting tricks to, to find lost money. 
The whole thing's a counting tricks. And yeah. as you see, in 2000, and what was it, 11 or 13, when they admitted to the money that they were spending in Area 51, not to be conspiratorial, but do you realize that the, the hundreds of billions the of dollars... experimental aircraft that, base, of course they're going to be that has It, it goes money. how many floors down that right. they admit to? They don't even admit to it. Right. So how much... I'm guessing it's not cheap to build that. We didn't even admit it existed until like 1998. No, 2013. No, no, no. They we, denied it the whole time until mm, 2013. Trust me. Yeah, there was somebody me. with the Pentagon. Uh, Eisenhower said. said on the way out it would happen. Yeah, so go ahead. I took away two Military of your points. And, okay, uh, binary, binary. It's a binary choice. You've heard me say with Illinois, yeah. crash the car. But you've heard me say, too, with the federal government, I think there's hope. And here's why. And I know you. T- I see your point, but here's the thing. And I, uh, the usefulness of Trump, anyway. Yeah. When I watch the way that academia, the media, and Hollywood have gone insane, it's worth it to me for the, the, the entertainment value. You know, and, and on my fourth point, I want to still, I'm not going to buy a MAGA hat necessarily, but I might, I might buy you one for the same oh, reason. Thank you. I like to fight. If yeah. somebody thinks they can throw a drink on me because of what I'm wearing, yeah. Meanwhile, Hamas has got a table at every campus in the country. I don't think I can throw a drink on someone or push someone or intimidate someone because of how they're. But but, but a lot if, of that a lot of that part, I want you to take a look because I know you you like to read too as as I do. I want you to look at the smallest minority independent thinking, or the smallest independent thinking minority. In the age of mob politics, and it, it specifically addresses exactly that ideology of, you know, we're men. We like the idea of being challenged and being confronted, but there's a flip side to that, and that is we are backhandedly accepting being part of the other mob, and that's not what we're supposed to do. So just take a look at the book. I think you're going to love it. I'm going to be f- doing the 5 to 7 show in the next week. I'm going to try and get that author on. Bart, you know I appreciate the call, brother. Thank you very much. Oh, I, quick on the trigger. That was harsh. I didn't mean to be harsh to that Bart, harsh. and he knows it. I didn't mean it. Um, he was right away with his, with his response. He was probably going to say goodnight to you and yeah. wish you luck and good, and good health. I wanted you to get your foosball game update. What's the score, kid? I don't know. It's halftime. Yeah, I haven't really been watching. I've been doing things here. Back in the '80s, I knew a cheerleader was like the Bears. Pretended they have a defense, but once you got in that, that red zone, huh? Score? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's probably sexist. Um, you have any good clips? Probably sexist. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I mean, I was irresistible. Who could blame her? You have any clips? Uh, it's a travesty of a mockery of a sham of a mockery of a travesty of two mockeries of a sham. I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about the omnibus bill? It's in here for some All right, reason. So I didn't I wasn't gonna have you get the clip, but I have to tell you, you know I'm a I, I kinda have that love hate thing with Flannery. Yeah. But I watch his show because it exemplifies the stupidity of the Chicago Illinoisan. And today they had on Grady Preckwinkle, which I have to tell you, she did us all a favor. She refused because she's clearly lying. She refused to look directly in the camera. So thank you. The gargoyle of Democrat mafia corruption. Preckwinkle, you know what she said when asked about corruption and the probe that's going on and, and the history of why Chicagoans all know, you it's know, here. I got a guy, the whole nonsense that we all pretend is normal. You know what she had the audacity to say on television, Macbeth? Less than 1% of Cook County Democrats or politicians, less than 1% are ever looked at for corruption. 
<laughs> I kept thinking to myself. Well, ever yeah. looked at for corruption. Forever yes. under investigation. Because their friends are the ones responsible it's, for investigating. Yeah, because they've already corrupted the, 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 the gatekeepers. Are you kidding me? You're gonna, is there a human being alive that's going to pretend we're not a Democrat mafia-run state? 312-642-5600. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. So I got to tell you, we're in the, in the room talking about the old timers health remedies yeah home home remedies yeah home remedies you know how the old timers before it was even a concept that we would accept some sort of socialized medicine when the reason is because i have a head cold right and the old the old immigrants and they used to try to fix you at home i mean you didn't go to the doctor yeah and a lot of them didn't have the ability to to get somewhere they were rural areas and stuff my grandmother went to the doctor five times she had four kids and then she died that was it there was no doctor and it was funny as she got older. And in those days, the doctor would sometimes come to you. It was funny. She got older. She's like in her 80s. And then my aunt, you know, you always got the one aunt that wants to take over. And they, they got to rewrite the way the woman lived their whole life. And she's like 86. And she convinces her to go to the doctor finally, right? So she goes to the doctor. And the doctor says, well, you know, how, when was your last checkup? She said, well, the last checkup I had is when my daughter was born. Well, how long? You know, guy looks at my grandmother. When was it? 58 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last time she had a checkup. So anyway. You're going to have to get back to those old remedies. So all of you people out there that have access to old timers and old yeah. remedies, write it down. Yeah. Get your notebook, uh, notebooks out. Because as you watch the Democrat debates and they promise you this government cheese health care, that's what it's going to look like. Because you're ne- as they expand this failure of Obamacare, the actual quality, the actual service, everything involved with it will get worse not one thing will get better. Yeah, less less availability, higher costs, longer waits. It's amazing, Macbeth. And you know what? And they I see promise it. I see it on to make basis. it worse. As you watch these six squawking Marxists, and my favorites are the are the billionaires and the millionaire ones. Yeah, they're my favorite Marxists of all, because what they understand it doesn't matter to them is once this is implemented, their separation from dealing with the rest of us rabble. Yeah is going to be solidified. Yeah, they can maintain their lifestyle. I mean, like, you you know, I mean, like for the last few months here, I've, I've been dealing with a family member's yeah. sickness and, and getting appointments, right? I've got, I've, I've had a lot of injuries. I've had a lot of specialist appointments in, sure. in orthopedic, especially. Well, that body's going to need care. Oh, geez, this yeah. thing's done. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be like the floating Nixon head in Futurama. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, the wait times, the amount of time it's taken me just to schedule you know, mm-hmm. tests and scans and stuff. It's just absurd. So now think about it. weeks. Think about a system that is saying, you know what this needs is more people participating, more people who have the, the worst actual health scenarios getting more attention and those who don't need it paying for everything. Yes. Well, that's, that's I, the whole scheme. And nobody is actually and talking the, about, wait a minute, you've created another system right. where the weakest are the ones that are catered to. And the only way that would ever come close to working monetarily and financially is with the mandate, which is gone, right? Which should have been, never been in the first no, place. But that's the only way the scheme works is if you force the young, healthy people who don't necessarily need it to pay in. And, and now they're just, they're, nobody's buying into the marketplace. Who's just not happening? Who's going to make out? But the people who live their lives the worst, make the worst decisions, the drug addicts, the drunkards, the obese, 
They're going to make out like bandits. And who's going to pay the cost? Don't, don't start knocking obese people. All, all, I like obese people. Listen, oh, good. It's winter time. You know what I mean? i got to have somebody to poke oh, fun Oh, dude, at. when the famine comes, you're screwed. I'll be it's, fine for months. It's not about that. As long as you... I, You know, there was a time in this country when when uh, I first started out as a kid, my buddy got real fat. I said, what are you doing? He goes, you know, this is the only country in the world where I can afford to be fat and pay the cost of it. And where being fat is looking, a bad thing. He wasn't looking to buffer the cost onto everybody else. But when you look at a society where your your people on welfare, their biggest problem among them is obesity, and now you're saying, and by the way, you don't have to pay for any of the health costs that go along with that, and who's going to pay for it? The healthy people? It's as ridiculous as saying the rich people should be paying for the poor people. And what they don't understand in each case, in each scenario, those individuals, even the ones that they think are being taken care of, they're losing more and more of their rights because I can't wait. And quality goes down. For them to realize they're going to be put on workout programs. You know, maybe the socialism stuff isn't bad. You whip those fatties into shape. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas on that note. I've had a great time. Thank you so much. We will be back. Will I be back next Sunday? I don't even know. We'll figure it out. We'll fill in the dates later. Thank you. I have to go home. 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 I have to go home.